Welcome to Rock Your Wedding Biz. This is episode 29. Today we are welcoming a very special guest, Molly Mayhar, who will be talking about dreaming and scheming and plotting and planning our big goals for the upcoming year. There's lots of good stuff in this one, so we're glad you're here with us. Let's go, rock stars. Welcome to the Rock Your Wedding Biz podcast with your hosts, wedding planner and educator Renee Dallow and blogger and social media strategist Mindy Marzek. Listen in as they bring you the best, brightest, and most honest industry advice on the internet. Their mission is to help you, wedding rock star, work smarter, not harder. Hope you're ready because it's time to rock your wedding biz. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rock Your Wedding Biz. This is Mindy Marzek, and I'm here, as always, with Renee Dallow. Hi, Renee. Hi, everybody. And today we have a very special guest, someone that Renee and I have been following for a little bit. We're both kind of fangirling over here super hard. (laughs) True. Um, True. But uh, we're very excited to have Molly Mayhar on the show today to talk about... Uh, Goal setting and end of year retrospection and all of those important things that uh, we are doing towards the end of the year and at the start of the new year for our, not only our businesses, but our personal lives as well. So without any further introduction, thank you, Molly, for joining us today. I am very excited to be here. We're really excited to have you. It's, I mean, I I wish we could like meet you in person, but this is good second choice (laughs) to have you on the podcast. We're now podcast friends. We've evolved in our friendship. Yes. I love it. So Molly, uh, before we get started on this episode's topic, why don't you give us just a little quick background about yourself, about your, tell us about your business, how you got started, how how you got to where you are now and um, like your main goal with your business. Yes. So I run an online community called Stratajoy and it is all about helping women reclaim their, their joy, their lives. And you'll see as we get talking that the first step of that is knowing clearly what you want, aka goal setting. Um, This will be my 10th year in business, which feels crazy. I know I'm like a gray old lady on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I know. But it started back, uh, I had a, what I call quote unquote, a quarter life crisis. Um, and decided what I was doing, which was selling corporate events at big fancy hotels, probably you work with a lot of these people, was not what I was meant to do in my lifetime. And I freaked out a little. This is what I had studied. This is my Ivy League degree was in. I have a business administration, hotel administration degree. And I said, oh, never mind. I got this wrong. (laughs) I need to start over. And Stratajoy was kind of born out of my own structured and clear thinking about I've done everything I was supposed to do my whole life. Now I want to do what I, what I'm here to do, what I want to do. And kind of that process of thinking about my life in third person and deciding what does this mean for my relationships? What does this mean for the work I do in the world? And then taking all of that and packaging it up for other people. So that was 10 years ago. And it's gone through all sorts of iterations, um, marriage, two kids, a world trip, But this course, uh, this goal setting piece that we're going to talk about is something that I have taught. This will be the ninth year. So it's got legs. 
Yeah, it does have legs. I, you know what, Molly? I did not know that you had an event planning background. Maybe that's why I'm so drawn to you. <laughs> I'm a wedding planner, and I get it. Like the way you structure your your goal setting, your teaching, really works for me. And I think it's because we have this similar. There is still part of your brain that thinks like an event producer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is why I love the live events that I do because I understand that piece and how to create the uh, experience and all your senses and. I mean, this one's delivered online, but that's why we have the specific songs and that's why we mm-hmm. do the, like, do the sop drop selfie. Show me where you're at. Yeah, I totally still have that piece of my background. <laughs> oh my God, I love it so much. So the reason, one of the many reasons Mindy and I wanted to have you on the show as a guest is because, as you know, this podcast is for wedding pros. And, yeah. you know, I, I look around at our, at our friends, at our colleagues, and I think, like, none of us are really taking care of ourselves Um, in the best way that we probably somewhere deep in our hearts know we should be taking care of ourselves. And when I think about, you know, everyone's talking about self-care these days, it's a huge buzzword. Um, For me, so much of that comes back to what, like you said, knowing what it is you want in order to then make powerful change. So can you talk a little bit about how, how you advise people to, to sort of start this journey? Yeah, I think there's a couple of things you have to give yourself permission slips around. One is that it is okay for it not to make sense to anyone else, right? There's, and especially I would say wedding pros, like that's the opposite of what you do in your work. You, right, your client, your bride or whomever, like they are right. It is your job to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, front desk, dude, yeah. the guest is always right. Okay, okay, the guest is right. Like I'm going to make this happen. And when you are shining that light on yourself, you have to snap out of that. Like this is about pleasing you, not about anyone else. And that's hard when your job it's is hard. to please. I mean, that's you know, that's what makes you amazing and what you do. So I think that's the first permission slip that nobody has to approve of your dreams, of your theme of the year, of your goals. They need to be resonant with you at this time in your life. So it might be something that five years ago you would have laughed at. It might be something 10 years down the road you look back and go, Aw, I was so cute. Look what I was thinking back then. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Right? It matters that there is something calling you right now to this this piece of your journey. Like this way of, and sometimes it's stepping up and sometimes it's calming down. Yeah, I'm feeling that a lot this year as well because I'm coming out of a season that is, um, the best way I can describe it is just sort of chaos. Um, (laughs) It's true. And I'm I literally am looking forward to holiday council so I can be like, let's take a deep breath and do less, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's the first piece. Yeah. I love the holiday council, um, which is the the course that Molly um teaches every year in November and December. Um Renee and I have both taken this course a couple a couple years now, maybe like at least three or, years. Yeah, at least three years. Yes. Um, and it's something I love the calls that Molly does with us because, and I put it in my calendar every time because, especially November and December as a blogger are my busiest months. Like it's just everything is insane on top of just normal holiday insanity, and I need that hour to just like breathe, just like sit still and breathe. <laughs> so I'm so yeah. grateful for that. And that's so true. And I think that a lot of entrepreneurs, I mean, we, we, again, all talk about self care. But we really don't, I don't think enough entrepreneurs take it seriously enough. So can you talk a little bit about how this kind of like, taking stock of yourself and, and looking at your business and a bit of even personal introspection? How does that really help an entrepreneur 
with their success later on in the year or just like, you know, taking that break to refresh themselves. Yeah. Well, I think one thing when you work for yourself and in this, you know, ultra connected world that we all operate in now is we are so aware of possibility. All the possibilities. Wait, every new app you need to be on, every new place that you should be gathering testimonials, right? I mean, there is just constantly things coming in at us that Mm. to do it, quote unquote, right, we hear I should do it all. Mm -hmm. So, and it's not bad. It's great to be aware and to be making smart decisions. But the piece that gets forgotten is the, like, let me, like you said, stop think about exactly what's in front of me and make a really deliberate, intentional decision. When we get right caught in that hamster wheel of more, 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 more is better, like we forget that we have choice, that we're creating businesses and lives of our choosing. So having that downtime, that intentional space to connect with yourself, I call it you need silence and you need slowness. Because you ha- you have the answers, like you are so wise, but you have to give yourself opportunity to listen, and that's what this that's what these three weeks are for me. Like I do my very best to create space so that you can say, "Huh, I'm I'm craving some ease or some some downtime this year. Let me actually put some practices in place, whether those are self care practices, whether those are boundaries, whether those are um, maybe you need more support in your life, you know, like nanny or grocery delivery or something. Like mm-hmm. when you're clear of what you want, you can make better decisions about how to get there. And you, you have to, right? You have to know what that is. Otherwise, it's the, you're on the hamster wheel. I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I'm like, it just feels like you're on a giant hamster wheel when you're not, when you're not taking stock because you just think, well, a lot of times, especially in the wedding industry, you know, people start doing things because other people are doing them. Mm-hmm. And there's not a ton of like, but what does Renee want to do? <laughs> I mean, I get there eventually, but sometimes you get caught up in the other choices too. Um, one of my favorite parts of holiday council every year is choosing the theme for the year. And I know that, um, you know, many other, you know, uh, goal setting platforms talk about choosing a word for the year. Can you talk a little bit about why yours is theme and how we get there? Yes. Well, I mean, I guess you could call it a word, but yeah, I don't know. I always called it a theme because for me, the easiest way to describe where the, what the word should be, what the theme should be is what do you want to be the answer to every question that comes up? Maybe not every question, but like the big ones. Mm-hmm. So this is like my go-to structure for, I mean, in my life and in my business and in my parenting, my, uh, my word this year, my theme this year was free and I'm redoing my website. I'm making a brand new website. I am making choices about what programs I'm going to continue or figuring out how I want to like where, what school to send my children to. And I would, I would tell my and ask myself like, okay, which choice makes me feel more free? Which, you know, like, do I have constriction around this or does that feel like freedom? Even down to ridiculous things like I finally got a breast reduction this year. <laughs> I was like, free, free that is, yeah, that's boobage. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I have to do it this year. This is the year. <laughs> no, I love it. So it's, it's, you know, you're, you're coming at it. You guys, you ladies know, we do all these different angles to help you dream up what this word might be and what it's time for right now in this season of your life. But then I use it as an anchor. 
throughout the whole year to help me refocus, especially when I get frazzled or overwhelmed um, or for me sometimes stuck into like the comparison cycle. Uh, That's me. Right. Instead of saying, oh, what are they doing? I should do that. I'm like, okay, does this make me feel more free? Does this help my business build a, um, a foundation of freedom? So I've had all different words, but free was really, really useful this year. Yeah, yeah, that's and a I good love one. That you also, it is such a good one. And I love that you also sort of, you return to it as an anchor. I think, you know, a lot of times in the beginning of the year, everyone runs off and picks their word and we put it on a piece of paper in our office. And then by like April, we're like, oh yeah, thrive. I should be thriving. Great. <laughs> you know, and you sort of, it sort of falls off. And I love that you use it. Like, I love that. Like, does this make me feel more free? You know, it's a, it's a really evocative word. Yeah. Well, so one of the things that I do over here and that we do in my longer, my longer term courses is I use those words in my daily journaling. So obviously I'm really into writing. I feel like we can tap into some unconscious level of knowledge through free writing or speed writing or whatever you want to call it. And I'm a, I'm a daily journaler, but I always ask myself the question, what am I honoring? What word am I honoring today? And, you know, if you take the program, you'll have your word of the year and then you'll have your five supporting ways of being. I want to be this way. And I'll pick one of those six words every single day. And then very specifically, like, write out how I'm going to honor that today. That's my words this year were spacious, supported, sober. I've, I've been sober all year. Oh, spirited and streamlined. And then free, obviously, as, as the big one. And nice. I every morning I'd be like, oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I need some spaciousness. Great. I think I'm going to cancel that, you know, one thing that makes me feel overwhelmed in my schedule, or I'm going to slow down and start with a cup of coffee in my backyard today. I'm going to create some space in my schedule. Um, or on a day that I was really craving some spiritedness, I'm like, I'm putting on music and we're having a dance party for the first 20 minutes of my work day. <laughs> or I'm going to call my old friend from high school because they always make me laugh. Like that's, so I would do a really specific action to honor my word almost every day. I love that. I have to tell you, you mentioned the timed writing. So as part of Holiday Council, as part of the live calls, Molly guides us all on some timed writing exercises. And before I had started Holiday Council three years ago, I don't think I ever really did any timed writing, I, I, you know, especially because I would never been led in that way to incorporate it. But I will say um, for those who are listening who come to my local Rising Tide meetups, anytime I've made you do timed writing, that's because of Molly. <laughs> So you love me or you hate me already. Well, I think they love you because a lot of times we're we're doing, you know, business goal setting or we're trying to brainstorm business topics. And so instead of us all talking about it, I'll say, like, just jot down as much as you can in the next 60 seconds. Go. And without really having them having to get in their heads too much about it, I think it's very effective. And um, even though that's business topics and with Holiday Council, it's it can be the you know, run the gamut between personal and business and whatever. Um, I just found that that method, that writing method really spoke to me in a way that I was surprised by, really. Yeah. Yeah. I love when you write and then, you, you know, the timer goes off and you're like, what just came out of my pen? <laughs> yes. I'm continually shocking myself. Yeah. Can I share just a little um, personal story about my word this year? Always. Yeah. So um, my word for this year that I picked was intentional. Uh, because, you know, in the past I've always done like focused and powerful. And then I do a bunch of work that doesn't like lead to anything. So this year I really wanted to be intentional and I'll tell you why I picked that word. It's because, um, every now and then on a call, Molly talks about, and you can, I might butcher this so you can correct me, Molly, but, 
Um, okay. You, sh- you share the phrase and this little story that goes with it. But the phrase is something like, don't die with your gifts still inside you. Mm. And oh. every time I hear that, like, I feel like a little pain in my stomach. And I'm like, why am I spending so much time watching House Hunters? Like, what what is wrong with me? <laughs> so... I picked intentional this year and I I really tried to everything that I did had a real purpose and was moving the needle forward on my business. And I just want to talk about this because I want people, maybe some people out there relate to it. I feel like this year that I failed to live up to my word. Hmm. So what advice can you give to people? And I know that probably a lot of people out there haven't picked a a theme of the year or whatever, but they probably feel like, oh, I failed in this area or I failed in this aspect of my life or I set this goal and I didn't reach it. Can we talk about failure a little bit? Totally. Okay. Here is my slightly controversial take on failure. It is as useful to you as success is. From the angle, right, from the angle that you learn something about your approach, your business, your relationship. (laughs) And of course, we always want what we learn to work, right? Yeah, success, I made it. But if you tried and failed, you also learned something. Ah, Mm -hmm. That, whatever that was, did not work for me. I think one of the things that happens to us, and I don't know entrepreneurs so much. I feel like entrepreneurs are pretty um, comfortable with risk. We kind of have to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there, there is still this idea out there that if you fail, like you're a failure, which is not true. Or I don't take it to be true. I failed. Oh, I didn't reach my goal. Great. Let's, let's process that. Let's figure out what I learned and let's figure out where I want to go from that. Mm-hmm. Like if you are doing big or new things in your life, you are bound to fail. If you're not failing, like you are not experimenting enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I so that's like my general thought. Like this is the act of courage to me. Like courage is doing the action without getting so concerned about failure or success. It's it's doing it and then doing it better if you still want to be to be doing it. As far as your word of the year not working, there's a couple of different thoughts one like was it the wrong word Mm -hmm. was this just not your year to be intentional sometimes life universe mess happens to us and the way we wanted it to go isn't going to be the best response Mm -hmm. I think you have to have a little bit of gracious flexibility with yourself I know people who change their word halfway through the year they're like well I thought I was gonna have this kind of year not the case so (laughs) I need I need a better word to help me right now great good change your word There's no hard, fast rules. If it's the case that you didn't pay enough attention or you understood what you wanted yet reverted to old habits. Uh, Yeah, that's probably it. That one? (laughs) Well, I feel like this is about... I feel like like that's the most common one. Okay, it's the most common one. (laughs) That, but it's, it's kind of a call. It's asking you, Mindy, to be like, here, here, okay, here I am saying I want one thing and doing things that are in direct opposition to that. Yeah. Right? That's a big question for <laughs> Dang you. Dang it. <laughs> what? Well, sorry, we're going to get all coachy. Like, what, what, what are you getting from keeping to your old habits? What are you still not comfortable giving up that's going to let you be intentional, right? 
you're holding on to things that are safe. And it sounds like piece of you doesn't want that any longer. Yeah, for sure. I mean, without diving too much into it. Yeah, I, I just I really struggled with my word this year. And I think it might be a combination of just you picking the wrong phrase or theme and then yeah. um, or, or like you said, stuff shifting. Um, like I did, I did a lot of great things this year. We started this podcast. Um, I traveled. Yeah, to I was New just going to say that. Like, hello, we started a podcast this year. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not discounting this year. Some great things happened. I just, I'm not sure. Like, it just didn't really align with my theme. So then when I look back through my notebook, I'm like, oh, no, did I really fail? And I, I sometimes I feel like I did. But then I'm like, well, no, Mindy, because you did all these other things. So I think that, like Molly said, that you have to look at it from different perspectives. And yeah, so. I just wanted to touch on failure a little bit because I feel like it's something that we all experience and then we do these goal setting things and then we fail and it's like, well, this wasn't fun. (laughs) (laughs) I think you need to get away from the word fail too, because just because you didn't meet every single one of the goals you set doesn't mean you failed. True, true, true. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how many years have I said, I want 1000 people in holiday council? Okay, well, I'll tell you, this is going to be the third year that I'm going to set the exact same goal that I have not met. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) And we're getting closer. Right. No, every year I get closer. Every year I figure out some things that worked and didn't work. And there's a piece of me that I can't control that outcome. Like I can't right make the line and force you to buy holiday council i can be intent i should be intentional and deliberate and try my hardest and then i'm going to have to just be proud of that because i cannot control that final outcome mm-hmm. so we got closer yeah let's try it again next year <laughs> this is going to be the year i i feel like this is going to be the year i mean we were at 820 last year we Ooh, were so close. oh so close so close yeah i feel like this is going to be the year um i this is this was a not a planned segue, but uh, I was thinking today about um, today your Instagram post was talking a lot about the word power, and then Mindy also mentioned that in the past she has also chosen themes that are yeah. around the the idea of power. Can you speak a little mm-hmm. bit to um just that word right now in this season of life and in where we are as a culture? Like, what can you tell us a little bit about yeah. your feelings on power? Yeah, well. I think power gets a bad rap if you are thinking about it in the kind of traditional, potentially masculine sense of dominance or influence or, you know, you think of power being abused mm, right? Yes. <laughs> right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So so my take, because I teach a whole month on, on power in my, you know, my longer program, and we really play with this idea that to be powerful is to affect change. And it doesn't matter what sphere of influence you are. It doesn't matter if that changes within your own self, it's within your family, within your community, within your business world. Like it's it's the idea that how you live your life is powerful. The words that you use, the way that you make others feel, the places you spend your money, the you know the devotion to your clients, like that is power affecting change or expressing your truth clearly. And to me, like the flip side of thinking about that are where all the places where you are being silenced or where your power feels um, like it's caught up in something that you don't want it to be caught up in anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mind spirals, judgment, comparison, your 
ex-boyfriend from when you were 25. I don't know. We, <laughs> we, 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 there's, there's so many places we can let our, like have these power leaks. And part of it is saying, like, I want to be whole and I want to be present and I want to be powerful in my life right now. So it's kind of figured out how to bring some of that power back to you and then use it for good. And that's going to look different for everyone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I was uh, jamming on today. I know. I love that so much. It, it actually made me think about um, one of the things I wrote last year on the Holiday Council workbook in one of the time writings is I forgot what the prompt was. I, I could probably pull it out and look, but I wrote a sentence about how I wanted to be standing in the center of my own power this year mm. because I felt like I I felt like I was coming into some sort of my own personal power, but that it was like scattered and I was never sort of in the middle of it. I was always either like behind it or in front of it or chasing it or whatever, or trying to catch it or something. And, um, and that was one of the, like the things that came up for me in that, in the time writing about like this idea that I could be in the middle of it. And it wasn't something that was like happening to me or that I was making happen, but I just was like, it was already happening, you know? Yeah. We, I won't, I won't get it into it too much, but we had this whole discussion about like masculine versus feminine power, which is the doing versus the being power. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like that's what you articulated. You to be in your power is different than like doing your power. Yeah. Correct. 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 Yes. That's exactly what it was. So we've mentioned holiday council a a bunch of times. Can we talk about, I know we're like teasing everyone with what it is. Can we talk about, (laughs) you know, (laughs) don't you want to know listening audience um, about, you know, what it is and, and, and just talk about it. Luckily, it's very clear, right? We're not going to go into feminine power and goddesses. We are going to. I mean, you can. You can if you want to. If you want to. The process of holiday council has always been the same. It's three weeks, and we spend one week looking backward, so really taking stock of what happened in 2018. And this is both celebrating the amazing things that went down and also looking at the pieces that were hard or that you failed at, or felt like a struggle. Um, And we're not judging, and we're not critiquing necessarily. We are learning from what has happened, Mm -hmm. right? I feel like there's this big piece, especially that happens, where you're like, oh, I'm going to set a New Year's resolution. Well, you, (laughs) you don't think about what just happened, because there's so much to be gained and gleaned from this year. So we spend a whole week looking back and thinking about the lessons learned and and kind of prepping ourselves for the opportunities that are ahead. So week two is when we release 2018 and say, okay, what am I, like, what are all the things I can imagine for next year, for 2019? And there's a whole week before you commit to anything that we call dreaming and scheming, like like brainstorming, lots of free writing. This is the vision board piece. This is just what am I craving? Or one of my favorite questions, what is it time for mm-hmm. right now? And we look at all different, what we call slices of life, right? Connection to self, career, family, or parenting, your wellness, finances, spirituality, your sex life, friendships, passions, physical space. Like no, stir, no stone goes unturned. <laughs> you could obviously decide what's most important to you coming up. But um, week two is where by the end of it, you'll finalize the theme and the ways of being for your year. And then for as much as I am a California hippie, slightly woo person, I am also completely type A. Right? You guys know this about me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have to be to be an event planner, I feel <laughs> yeah, like. Absolutely. 
So, so I'm like, oh, okay, I'm feeling all perfect. Like I'm in alignment with my values. I made my beautiful vision board. And now I must make the action plan. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's week three. And I actually think this piece, it's funny. It's very natural for some people and other people are like, what are we doing? <laughs> but it's where you pull it together and you actually look at the timeline of your year because sometimes we underestimate what can actually happen in a year. Like we always overestimate what we can do in a day. Like we all know that, you know, the never ending to-do list. But in the course of a year, incredible things can happen. So I feel like this week I spend a lot of time helping people understand that you can set goals that you don't need to start working on yet. Like maybe this goal can just be set aside while you concentrate on one thing and, and you know, come August, it will be time to, in my case, uh, I didn't really do any business goals for the first six of the month, six months of the year. And then about middle of the year, I'm like, okay, time for that last goal. <laughs> yeah. All roads lead to reclamation. So we kind of lay that out in a calendar sense in a talking about like, what's the difference between a project goal and a maintenance goal. We talk a lot about what works for your level of motivation. Um, do you need accountability? Do you need to do this in public? Does this need to be something that you, you know, go all in on or do you need to chunk it out? So we spend a lot of time that third week figuring out how are you going to get what you want? Um, now that you know what you want, what does that actually look like in your day to day? Yeah, I love that. I mean, I love all the weeks, although I actually think now that you mentioned it, I'm actually a little partial to the releasing week because I like to I start a bonfire and I like burn things. And it's always very like very cathartic to like get rid of yes. the year, especially yes. this year has been sort of a dumpster fire. So I'm actually really <laughs> looking forward to getting rid of 2018. Like, <laughs> You're like, when is the releasing ceremony? Yeah. I need that. Yeah. I'm going to have to do it first. No, um, no, but I, I love that. It's exactly I mean, my experience with Holiday Council is exactly as you described it. It's a little bit woo woo. And then it's really type A. And yeah, very, it's very satisfying at the end of the three weeks to, you know, really dive in and do the work. And and for those listening, it's not a tremendous amount of work. It's not going to like overtake your existence, but it is very focused, intentional work for the time that you're on the calls and the time that you're doing the workbook. Yeah, I always it always takes me a little bit longer to do it than the three weeks that, you know, we do it in. I give myself basically till the new year and maybe that first week to get everything. You know, like I want to print my vision board, poster mm-hmm. size and all that. But the piece that I always leave with is I just feel when I feel connected, like I'm paying attention to my life. And I think that's one of the most beautiful like bows of gratitude we can, we can give our own lives. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not skating on the surface. I'm not numbing or distracting myself and not paying attention. Like I am very aware of what's going on. And, um, the, the hopeful optimist piece of me is so buoyed by having a vision for how this next year is going to go. Mm-hmm. I really, I depend on that. Like right now I'm like totally creepy. I'm like, when does the council start? We're talking about all this stuff. I'm like, 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 hurry, hurry, Let's hurry. Do it right now. I need this. Hurry, hurry. Yeah. I mean, I do, I do it right alongside all of you. I have for nine years. So I, this, I is, love it. this is how I um, organize my life. And as spontaneous as I may be, this structure helps give kind of the security and comfort and safety to the rest of my wild and crazy life. Like I know. I know what I'm doing. I know what I need to focus on. And, you know, I always feel grateful that I gave myself that time to do it. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, Renee and I are both big fans and we've been doing it, like we said, for the last few years. And we're hoping that some of our listeners can uh, join us this year because we really do think there's a lot of value in it. And it's, I don't know if you want to share the investment, but it's really reasonable. 
It's $49 or, or $99 if you want to see my worksheets. That's amazing. It's so good. And I bought it for my mom last year and my stepmom because I was like, everyone in the pool, we're doing this. And uh, it's a great, I, I think it was, a, it was a great gift. They loved it. Um, and I will say one of the things that came up last year when I, when I was gifting it is my, my mom especially was like, well, I don't, I don't want to share this with like the world. Like, do I have to go on Facebook and talk about my, my, myself? And I said, no, it's available to you if you want to, but you don't, you certainly don't have to. It's something that you can work on on your own. Just wanted to put that out there in case anyone was yes. having some sensations yes. about that. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and some people are like, this is just too busy a time of year for me to be in a Facebook group. Great. You can do the work on your own. There's, there, you're not going to miss out. Um, I basically do nothing but be on Facebook for three weeks because I love that part. But, you know, this is my career. This is what I do. So it's okay. Yeah. My husband's always like, oh, it's holiday cancel, isn't it? Because I take <laughs> Facebook off. I take Facebook <laughs> off my phone for the rest of the year. And I'm like, yep. I'm not looking at you. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> I'm reading about all these women's amazing lives. You'll see me at New Year's. Just relax, honey. <laughs> we'll, we'll do our bonfire. That's when we always do our releasing ceremony. Oh, nice. So if you want to join us for not only the bonfire, but everything that Holiday Council has to offer, you can find the link in our show notes. That's at rockyourweddingbiz.com slash episode 29 to sign up. And you'll, you'll see us all there. But yeah, my business is called StrataJoy. If you want to find me on social media, I, again, I'm a total extrovert. I love knowing who you are and what you're up to. Uh, StrataJoy is my business on Instagram and my personal one where all the pictures of my tiny humans and the beautiful slice of California that I live in. That's just Molly Mayhar. So you can pick or choose your please. Awesome. Well, thank you so much love it. for joining us today, Molly. And uh, again, if you want to find that link for Holiday Council to join us this year, or if you're listening to this later on down the line and the cart isn't open, um, you can uh, just click on this link to uh, sign uh, probably some kind of email situation, right, Molly? Oh, yeah, you- we've got emails, we've got monthly circles, there's all sorts of fun strategy world things to do. Yeah, yeah. So you can stay in touch. So uh, you can go to Rock Your Wedding Biz dot com slash episode 29 episode 29 to get that link and join us um and thanks so much yeah thanks so much molly we'll see you in holiday council i will totally see you in holiday council thanks ladies Woohoo! thanks for listening everyone bye thank you for listening to rock your wedding biz this episode is sponsored by moxie bright events wedding planning for creative couples and industry education for creative event planners Also sponsored by Joy Social, teaching smart social media strategies for awesome business owners. You can find Renee online at moxiebrightevents.com and reneedallow.com. You can find Mindy online at joysocial.net. Jump into the show notes at rockyourweddingbiz.com and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Rock Your Wedding Biz.